0: Welcome to the Bitchin' Brainstorm podcast with Elaine the Brain Terso. I believe that every problem has a solution. So the episodes you will hear will be live strategy calls with real entrepreneurs who are feeling stuck. We will spend a few minutes bitching about the struggle and then move forward with finding solutions. You will hear topics about launching offers, mindset, marketing, strategy, and so much more. Remember, we are both the problem and the solution. Now, let's get out of our own damn way and get shit done. If you are an entrepreneur and would like to receive a live strategy call, please visit bitchandbrainstorm.com and fill out an application. We would love to have you as our next guest. In this episode, I'm talking with Melanie, who loves to help people with public speaking. And she's trying to figure out how can I work less and make more. So we're going to talk about burnout. We're going to talk about goals. We're going to talk about how to maintain it. We're going to talk about how to condense. So I really hope that you enjoy this episode. Have a great day. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the and Brainstorm podcast with Elaine the Brain Terso and I have uh, a new friend here and she has an accent and I love accents and so I'm gonna let her introduce herself and uh, share with us what is keeping you stuck.
1: Thank you so much, Elaine, for having me. So excited for this. So my name is Melanie Wood. I'm originally from Scotland, but I live in Australia. I've been here for eight and a half years. Um, So that's why there's a a little bit of accents going on there. And uh, my business is called Speaking Styles and I help people to speak to communicate, to speak with authenticity and gain clarity and confidence to do that. Um, After me having such a, the biggest fear of public speaking, which majority of the population have, um, I was able to overcome that and now teach other people to do the same. And I think that the being stuckness part is again, to add human element to, which I always do with clients is like, I'm not far removed from everybody else with the things that I deal with just like everybody else, it's just on a different level. Um, So I go through my times of of feeling stuck. I've had my business now for just over four years and I've had massive growth in the last um, 18 months. So I think when you have that very quick growth, even though, and you've been working a lot behind the scenes and then you have the growth and then comes with a lot of responsibility it comes with a lot of well I feel it comes with a lot of responsibility comes with a lot of pressure because you feel like you've got to maintain that so for me it is like I have went through life of I'm very goal oriented. I know how to set goals I know how to achieve them in business however that's where I feel like um Burnout happens, then I'm not progressing on my personal life because it's so easy and comfortable in business, but then it's not as comfortable for me in personal life with the things that I teach in business. So what I have been working on is still maintaining that, but my thoughts are, how do I maintain my business and growth doing a little bit less than I've done before? It's a little bit scary because it's very foreign to me.
0: Wow. Okay. <coughs> Take a sip of water here. We're going to get down to business. Okay. Um, everybody wants to do less, right? <laughs> I totally get that. Everybody wants to do less and maintain or make more. Okay. Yeah. <coughs> everybody does. And I love what you said because you are absolutely right that one of the parts of fear that really comes up is the fear of success is really about the fear of losing it all yes. can I maintain right I made it up I climbed up to the mountain but how do I stay there and now you're asking how do I stay there and work less yeah <laughs> hey I get it I get it I get it I get it so there is one Sure fire way to do that. And that is going, you're not going to like it. (laughs) You're not going to like the answer, but the answer is going to be to hire a team, right? Yeah. And to delegate because the thing is that we're, we're, we are one person Yeah. and we can't simply do it all. I don't know anyone and maybe you do, but I've never met anyone that has grown a million dollar business on their own. yeah. You need a team in yeah. order to what, um, it's so funny. Oh my gosh, this is so crazy. So I was cleaning out my office because we're having our carpet replaced on Monday. So I have to pack up all my stuff so that it can get moved out. Well, yeah. I was cleaning out my drawer and there was a sticky note in there that talked about in order to grow your you have to have a team in order to grow your business you don't grow your business and then get a team yes right because um having a team now is going to free up your time so you can focus on the income producing activities yeah while your team can focus on the administrative behind the scenes the marketing, all the things that don't necessarily generate you income. What yeah. generates you income is likely when you have those one-on-one conversations with people,
1: yeah.
0: right? And then you can, um, I, Mike, I have a follow-up question as I'm thinking about this. How do you help people? Is this like a program? Is this a course? Is this one-on-one coaching? Like, how are you helping people?
1: Yeah. So I run group programs several times a year. Um, I do one-on-one coaching and I've also this year started a membership.
0: Okay. And so where is a majority of your time and energy? Where is that going?
1: So it is like with, with clients, cause I have brought on a VA in the last six to eight months and I have, um, I have a, a bookkeeper. So I do have small amounts of people doing some some bits but when you're a bit of a control freak it's um it's hard to let that go as well um out of it so yeah the main thing I suppose now is with clients but it's getting clients which is part of what what I want to be doing but there is still little pockets of admin because obviously when you start bringing people on it's not like you can really bring on full-time members of staff all like, you know, at the beginning stages either. So there's still little bits of my time that I'm still doing that's
0: admin based as well. Mm-hmm. So what um what are the, some of the things that you feel that you cannot delegate to somebody else? Because you mentioned a control freak and I want to tell you you are not alone because oh, yeah. I feel this too. I'm very and I've learned this is my, this is my own uh, confession here. My lack of trust. Mm. It's a lack of trust. I have a lack of trust in people that I don't believe that people can do it the right way. I'm the only one who can do it, which is bullshit. First of all, how egocentrical of me to believe that I'm the only person who can do this thing. because if someone else can do it, it means I'm replaceable. Yes. Very, very true. Right. And okay. So no one else is me. Right. Okay. Great. But it doesn't mean that I can't teach someone how to do right. And we can teach people how to do the things as best as we would do them. We can mm. we can give people projects and say, "I need this done." Um, does it matter how they do it? Mm. Right. So, I have a book recommendation for you. Yep. Okay, Brene Brown, one of yep. my favorite authors, um, "Dare to Lead," would yep. be a really great book for you to start with learning how to trust. Mm when it comes to delegating and teams and, and things like that. Uh, wow. Super, super powerful and impactful. And then of course she has her podcast. She has a dare to lead podcast, which is also very, very good, but it's, it's, it's probably something that would really help you because we have to learn to trust. Yeah. We have to learn to trust and I uh, recently, well, this year I hired an assistant for the first time and what helped me was I met someone who was versatile. Like I was, Mm. I was, she was versatile. Like I was. And so what we've discovered was that if I could get on Marco Polo and ramble, she could then go, I know exactly what she needs done. Yeah, because it was trying to get the stuff out of my head. And yeah. how do I communicate what's in my head to someone else? Rambling, yeah. that's what works well for me. <laughs> and Trello, uh, rambling Marco Polo and a Trello board, very helpful for us to be able to communicate. And she's in the UK, which meant that while I'm sleeping, stuff yeah. is getting done. Yeah like the most amazing thing ever. <laughs> so <clears throat> between your group program and your one-on-one coaching and your membership, where mm. do you have a majority of your clients? Um,
1: probably the, the group programs have more people in it than okay. than, than one-on-ones. Okay. And that's like a three month program. So that's quite intensive of time and yeah, time out of it. But obviously people get getting the most out of those programs.
0: And so the membership, how much time are you spending inside the membership? Well, I'm, I'm changing that
1: up because I probably spent way too much time in it in the beginning. Like, you know, we do because we want to give, we want to give so much to people. Right, all the things that I tell my clients not to do. But anyway, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> then when it's yours, you're like, I just want to give everybody everything. Right. So this year, I'm yeah, I know, I'm changing it up to do to be doing less because it's too overwhelming for the people in there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will be doing less, and obviously to build it to grow. Um, so I will be I will be doing less in there. Um, right. So I will be-
0: Okay, so. I have learned that just because I can, doesn't mean I should. Yes. So just because I can do all the things doesn't mean I should be doing all of the things. So what are some things on your plate that if you took them off of your plate, one would make you feel a sense of relief and two would give you time for your personal life so that you're doing Mm -hmm. less and having more time in your personal life.
1: Mm, it's like you know the little things. Like I'm not big on the little things. See, when I have a, like a, a to do list of little itsy bitsy things, I want big projects. Big projects are like something that just fulfills me. It's like I'm going to create this program, I'm going to create. But it when it comes down to the little things, the detail
0: part, it's not my it's not my strength, and I it's don't to yeah. enjoy it. Okay, so <laughs> can't do you give those things away to your VA?
1: Um, I, yes and no, because again, I've changed things up and she's needing to work on my rebranding of me. So she's busy on that. So I have had to take things back off because that's just the way that it is. I need her to be spending more time on okay. that project than okay. on this. Um, but once she has done that in the new year, she will be able to go back to some of it, but I will need to train her on more of the little other little things uh-huh. um, as well
0: as. Okay. So my next question for you is about your calendar. Mm. How is your, how have you, how do you spend your days typically? How have you organized your calendar? Yeah. So I do, I do
1: batching. So I have my day, so I'm very much in a 90 day plan, but then it comes down to monthly. So I've got designated days within a month of batching content and videos, my client days, you know, my admin days. So I very much throughout the week is designated days for each thing. So it's not all over the place.
0: Okay. And so my next question for you is where in that calendar have you scaled back less in order to do more personal?
1: Yeah. So like, um, like I don't have clients on Friday. So Friday's now a day, it will be a little bit of wrap up, but Fridays have now become my day that I get to go and do things that I want to be able to do.
0: Okay. And so is there, are you wanting more time than just a Friday? Are you wanting to like, if you were to like map out your dream calendar, with more time spent personal than business, what would that actually look like?
1: Well, but to be able to take time off and have a holiday would, yeah. would be quite would be okay. quite nice. Those are not things that I've really done in four years, so yeah. that probably would be is like having the Friday, but actually starting to position myself of like I can take time off and things are mm-hmm. still done.
0: Yeah. So if you were to map out your calendar for the year for 2022 and scheduling mental health days, scheduling holidays, scheduling, like literally creating, uh, the time away from the business, like literally putting that in there. And I have, um, So like one of the things that I do is my, my husband has Mondays and Tuesdays off. My daughter has Tuesdays and Wednesdays off. (laughs) Okay. Really awkward. And how do I, you know, how do I, how do I, so what I've discovered is that we all love to go to lunch together. Mm -hmm. So I will schedule out a two hour lunch break. Yeah. On those days so that yeah. I don't feel the rush of, I have to come back to the office quickly. Um, like we can have a little bit more flexibility with having more time. Yes, um, And so I literally have carved out a calendar that I have it divided up. Um, so at every hour of the day, I know I'm supposed to be working on income producing activities, administrative activities, client work, marketing. Um, and I have basically each category has a list of activities. So I can go through and choose and decide okay, it's income producing activity hour. What yeah, am yeah. I going to do to generate income?
1: Yeah. These are a list
0: of activities I've. I have, uh, decided for myself. Yeah. And I go through the list and I go, well, crap, I guess I need to follow up with uh, so-and-so that I talked to the other day. Yeah. Right. So I, and then I also give myself a little bit of time in order to plan out for what my assistant is going to do for the following week. Like what, yeah. what's going on in my, in my head, you know? Um, so but I also, you know, I know what it's like to spend so much time in your business um, because we think that as entrepreneurs that we have to work in our business 24 hours a day. Mm-hmm. And if we have free time, how can we be sitting down to watch Netflix when we have so much work to do I know. when I was a photographer? So I'm a retired photographer and I'll tell you this. I thought, you know, I, I worked a nine to five job before, and then I I got to quit my job and just do what I love to do, but my family became second because I didn't have boundaries in my business. I didn't know how to say no. And that sucked because I was missing out on important things in my kids' lives because I was oh no, if I tell this client, no, they're going to go somewhere else. Yes. Bullshit, right? It was bullshit, but it is what I convinced myself. (laughs) When I retired, I had not had a weekend off in a very long time. Mm -hmm. And I can't tell you now that I'm an empty nester. My husband is just, "Mm," right? We don't have kids at home anymore. I spent a lot of weekends in my pajamas. Yeah because I didn't get to do that for the longest time. And so Sundays are my lazy day. And I'm lucky. You're lucky if you see me with a shower, like I'm not even going to bother. I don't want to, but I don't, I like, it started with me saying, I'm not going to work on the weekends. I'm not going to do that because I need rest. Yeah. And as entrepreneurs, Aren't we the ones who are supposed to decide? We we become entrepreneurs because we want time freedom, we want financial freedom, and then here we are, overloading ourselves and not doing the thing that we set out that we wanted. I know. I know. Why do we do that to ourselves?
1: crazy it's crazy and we go into survival because we don't have a, a paycheck coming in like we do in a job that keeps us safe and, and secure we don't have that in our inner our voices and everything that we've held down under in being a, an employee and suddenly like oh we're ready yeah. to like
0: yeah up now. now we're responsible to pay ourselves yes and so it's scarcity mindset yeah so how do we get out of scarcity mindset and into mm. abundance? So yes. do you have, do you have the bare minimum of, of where you need to be in order to pay your bills? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So I learned this, um, this trick from, um, from a sales coach that I thought was really fascinating. I'm going to share it with you. Let me take a sip of water here.
1: Let's do Okay.
0: So if you were to think about the three levels of income, mm-hmm. okay. Poverty, which is I'm barely making, I, I can pay the bills, but I don't have any money left over for vacation. No holidays. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bare minimum. Let's yeah. say that amount is $25,000. I'm just going to throw that out there. Okay. Yeah. Let's say that your comfort zone is at $50,000. That means you're, you've doubled your income. You can have a little bit of cushion. You can go on holidays. You can remodel the kitchen, you know, okay. You're comfortable. Then you have your, oh shit goal. And that is, oh my God, I can't believe it. Okay. So excited. Let's say that amount is a hundred thousand dollars. Okay. So here's what happens. Poverty, not that great. Nobody wants to just get by. That is not the idea of, of being an entrepreneur. So what do we do? We hustle, 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 hustle. And then we get right at that comfort zone level. And then guess what happens? We get comfortable. Yeah. What happens when we get comfortable? We stop hustling. Mm So then we start to creep back down to the poverty line, and then we hustle, 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 hustle to try to get back up to comfort zone. So what if, what if, you changed your comfort zone, your 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 poverty and your comfort zone and your ocean oh goal? What if you changed it? So instead of your poverty line being 25,000. What if that was the 50,000? Yeah. And what if your comfort zone level was now a hundred thousand? Yeah. And now what if your oh shit goal is 150,000? Yeah. So just that little mindset shift that $25,000 is not even like it's gone. Yeah. Right. Because we're choosing to not, we're no. Yeah. So instead of, so now your hustle is really more about hitting that, oh shit goal. Yeah. Right? So it just forces you to to work a little differently. Yeah. And if you are noticing that you are uh, not making enough money to be out of that poverty line and be more toward your comfort zone, Are you priced in a way that is going to allow you to meet your income goals? And if you're telling me that you have a lot of people in your group program and you're giving all this stuff, are you charging enough? Mm. Can you work less and make more, which is what you said you wanted? Yeah. So hiring a team and also raising your prices can help you accomplish that. You may yeah. have less clients, but you're making the same or more.
1: Yeah. Very true. Very true.
0: Right. Mm. How would that feel? If I yeah. told you yeah. to raise your prices, what would you say? Would you freak out?
1: Um, not. I mean, not, not, not really. Not really.
0: Do you feel like you're undervalued, like you're undervalued, undercharging, underpriced?
1: Um, I mean, I, I have raised my prices in the last six months. So I feel like they're pretty on par to what they need to be um, to, to do that. So but I mean, I think we all have that little bit of like self-worth when it comes to, you know, asking for that type of money from people. Um, and definitely it can be there in the back of my mind when you have those conversations with people um, as well, particularly if you want to really help them and you know that you can help them.
0: So what you're telling me is you're allowing that you're deciding for them what they can afford. You're in their pocketbook. So you're saying, I know you really need this help and I know you really can't afford it, but I'm still going to help you anyways. Mm. Mm. Very true. Right. And that can feel, it's not, uh, it's not probably in alignment if someone is give is getting more than the value, if you're over delivering, then it's going to lead to resentment. Mm, if yeah. you don't feel valued, you're going to come away with resentment and you're going to yeah. carry that energy with you. That's going to, you're going to attach it to them. Like stink on rotten fish, right? You can't get rid of it. Yeah you know? Yes. Very true. Yeah. Have you ever had, have you ever felt that resentment because you felt undervalued? I mean, definitely.
1: I mean, I think we all, we all have as, as entrepreneurs, we do when we're setting our prices, when we're raising them, when we're not doing it Yeah, definitely. I have, I've I've felt that along the way. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can, I can imagine that. I can imagine that. So What are some of the things that people say when they are, when they have finished the group program with you, like what comes next, is there additional um, programs that they can go into or are they just kind of okay three months and you're down you're done.
1: Mm. Well, that's why creating the membership was it meant that the kids still come into something, people can obviously still come and work with me one on one as well. So it's coming into the membership, because then they've still got an area to practice their speaking, they're still within a community. Um, and it just kind of has that maintenance support along the way. So they, they do have that to be able to come into from it or come and work with me one on one.
0: hmm. Have you considered doing um, kind of like an advanced program? So like people that are coming in, like for um, the first, the first round, maybe beginner level, wanting to learn um, how to get over their fear of public speaking, they graduate and then they go into an advanced level program. So where you can, you know, so you're not just doing a one and done and you're not down selling them, but you're keeping them in as a as a, you know, the goal is to like not have just income for just three months. Yeah. Because that is probably where a lot of that scarcity and hustle mindset is coming from is because you're not having that recurring for the entire year. It's three months and then they're gone. And now you're like, Oh God, now I got to find more another group. Yes. Yes.
1: Very true. And so
0: if you could figure out a way to extend the program. Mm. Maybe you do six months and they go three months into the beginner and three months into advanced, you know, it's like, I'm sure, I'm sure that you have um, additional content or something like that that you could teach people that you're like, yeah. we don't have, I don't have enough time to teach you all the things. Yes. So if you broke it up into beginner and advanced, yeah. kind of switch things up a little bit, then it will allow you to really um, help them really accomplish that goal, which is what yeah. they want to be a paid speaker do they want to be able to give a speech? Like, you know, mm-hmm. what is the goal that they're really trying to accomplish?
1: Yeah, that's very true, actually. It is true.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then do you have connections or, um, you know, the advanced portion could also be where maybe you're bringing in um, a guest, a mm-hmm. presenter or a trainer, someone who can, you know, um, teach them what, people are looking for if if they're wanting to, you know, maybe this person helps book speakers for conferences and Mm. they can come and say, this is what we're looking for. Yeah. You want to, you know, and having a one sheet done, and this is what that process looks like. This is how you do a sizzle reel or what needs Mm. to be included and really take it to that next level. That's advanced level type of content, not just getting over the fear of the public speaking.
1: Yeah, that's very true, actually, because it does kind of then end on. We do a little bit about promoting, but yeah, whereas like my one-on-one clients, I'll be setting them up with podcasts and you know, doing all of those, giving feedback and recording. So, and, and where to start looking for speaking gigs. So that portion then would be taking into more like the the sales
0: and promotion part for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. You know, and then the, I'm assuming that the membership is kind of that, the, the community and the network.
1: Yeah. Yes. And it it is another opportunity for people who really can't, I suppose, afford to come into the one-on-one, but they're still getting some sort of content, you know, every, every week and they can still come to things, but yeah, having, having the community
0: as well. Okay. So do you mind sharing what your prices are? For like, what's the membership? Um, So the
1: memberships either, um, and again, when, in US, and so in US dollars, it'd be seventeen US dollars a month. Oh, um, that's too little. But, the, but that's a very basic tier. You can then go up to the next tier, and then you get, then you get opportunities to access more things. The, the 17th is just, it's just content. But remember, that's US dollars. So Australian dollars is twenty. It's Okay.
0: Okay. And then what's
1: tier two. So then tier two is, well, Australian dollars is 97. So that's probably around what 50, maybe 50 something us dollars. Okay. And then they get access to some more group things like some planning sessions and things like that. They get access to, to more things.
0: Okay. And then what
1: is your three month group? Um, so the three month group Australian dollars is, um, 2000. Okay. And that would be maybe about 1500 us dollars. Okay. And that is on, that is on average with group programs. And I do feel that that is on par with what people get considering you could have 10 to 15 people in there.
0: Okay. So have you considered doing a hybrid? What would that look like? Like so, a hybrid would be um, a one-on-one coaching with a group component.
1: Oh yeah, yeah.
0: So mm. then it allows you to, um, again, it's another opportunity to upsell, mm. right? And and really, um, so I'll just tell you this. So I have, um, I have a one-on-one. Okay. So I love helping people launch. Like that's what I love to do. I love Mm -hmm. to help people develop programs and then launch them. Okay. Done for you services, all the things. So I have a program that is, um, it gets done on steroids. Okay. I also have a group, the people that are in my one-on-one get the group included. So it's a hybrid. So they're getting that one-on-one support from me, but then also having the benefit of being surrounded by people and the energy that comes with that. It's such an added bonus and such an added value. And so if you could, in a way, take your one-on-one and do it for a year. Okay. and they get the group, they get the three month, they get this, this, you know, the advanced, and then maybe there's some additional, um, added benefit where you are, you know, like you said, helping them with finding podcasts and helping them with all of that other kind of stuff. So where you're really kind of taking them from, I'm afraid to speak, yeah. that's where they start to in a year. I'm a freaking rock star and now I'm on stages and I'm on podcasts and I'm booking, I'm being paid to speak. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so Mm -hmm. being able, like just giving them three months is almost like you could position, I would be doing a disservice. Yeah. I would be doing you a disservice by only coaching you for three months. Yeah. Because in order to really get the full transformation of what they probably really want. They really need to go through the time. They need to go through the mindset. They need to go through perfecting their signature talk, um, outlining that. I mean, you could really take them from, you know, from one, from, from beginning to end in a year and really transform their career as a speaker.
1: Yes. Yeah. Very true.
0: And then you can charge a lot more money for that. Yeah. You know, where you could be charging them a thousand dollars a month or more. And I'm talking, that's us dollars for for a year. So then Mm. guess what happens now? The hustle, 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 poverty situation changes and you're not constantly hustling for new clients every three months.
1: Yeah. That's very true. Mm, Very true.
0: Right. think about it that way before. Yay, perspective. (laughs) (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. I love it when that happens. It's my favorite thing. That's super cool. That's really cool. Yeah. Mm. So now you've been presented with a couple of different little things, right? So now this is where you have to ask yourself, what is in alignment? What's an alignment for you? Like what you feel, you know, like this feels right. This is not an alignment that does not feel like it's the path that I want to take for my business. So that's when the internal reflection comes and where it really just gives you the opportunity to kind of sit back and go, what do I want to do with this? Right, mm. um, this morning, this is so funny. As I was cleaning out my office, I found a piece of paper. Do I still have it? Oh yeah, there it, it says, info collector to action taker. <laughs> this was an envelope. And for some reason, I wrote this on an envelope. It has a piece of tape on it. I have no idea what, I, but I found it. And I was yeah. like, ooh, this is, this is a great reminder. Because I think a lot of times what happens is that we are in such a place of, I'm going to collect as much information as possible so that I can avoid making a decision. Yeah. And so we have to come to a place now, I received some information, now I have to decide if I'm going to implement and take action on it, instead of just being in a constant state of collection of information I'm going to break it down into smaller bites and say, what am I going to take action on? What is for me? And maybe, maybe that's something to consider later. Maybe that's a goal that I want to work towards um, in the next six months or a year. My goal is to get to this point, but you got to just like figure out what's the strategy moving forward and then creating the plan of implementation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And then all of the work that goes along with that, when you have a new program and you need to get all the details put together and you need to make all the the changes and the copy and the graphics and all the things, right? Yeah. That's a lot to do by yourself. Yeah, right? That's a lot to do by yourself. And you have to ask yourself, is your time away from your family worth spending hours in canva de- making graphics? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it is not. It is not. (laughs) No. So what is something that you think you would want that you would want to implement moving forward in in the future, whether it's immediately or down the road? Mm. I think definitely with the with the rebranding,
1: like I've got my business speaking sales, which will stay there, but Melanie Wood is going to be its own, its own thing, which will be the coaching where speaking sales is going to be a different part. So I think then this part of like the year-long coaching, that definitely is. So it's getting the website finished, um, getting that done, and then working with my VA to start the branding process and what the new branding looks like to then start drip feeding, transformation. And this is what it would look like coming to work with me. So I think that would be the, the, the steps going into the, into the new year to then build up, to then being able to promote something like this.
0: Okay. I'm going to let you know something right now. I hear, I hear some excuses that I would like to call you in. Go I'd for like it. to call you in. Go okay. for it. We cannot use rebranding and website finishing in order. We don't have to have those things finished in order for us to sell a product or to sell an offer. Guess what you need? All you need are a few things. You need a name of it, the description. How can people purchase? That's it, right? So I think that sometimes we get so caught up on the colors and the fonts and the logos And all of the things. And guess what? Most of the time people don't care. All they care Mm -hmm. about is how can you help me? And Mm -hmm. if you say, this is how I can help you, you, all you need is a landing page. This is how I can help you. Click here to buy or click here, let's have a conversation. Mm -hmm. And then we can decide if I'm a good if this is a good fit. That's all you need. So wasting potential income producing activities because the website's not done and my branding's not done and I have my fonts and my colors and all this stuff. No, that is an excuse Mm. because I'll tell you something. I had an idea yesterday and it's already done. Yeah. I didn't need a new logo. All I needed was a landing page. Mm. It's already done. Right. So don't wait for those things to get done. You don't have to, it doesn't have to be done for you to sell it. It doesn't have to be perfect. Take perfect off the table. It's never going to be perfect. Yeah. Very true. Okay. It's not, it's not going to be perfect. And I'm going to tell you something else. Most people appreciate it when it's not perfect. Yes. Because it shows them that you are a human that you are a human, right? Yeah. People want to work with people that are also humans that are not robots that are perfect because they will never be able to live up to your ex- to those expectations. Yes. yes. Right?
1: Yeah, very true.
0: So now, yeah. let me ask you that question again. Well, I've already I've already got
1: people into my group program for January. That's already done. So I've already got the name. Everything's done because it's a rinse and repeat thing. So that's already out there, um, and I've already got half full into there. So it would now be going back to people and offering them, "Do you want to do the year
0: long?" I'm gonna. Yeah, I've I after some consideration,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I have I have decided that I would like to. um I, I'm going to create a one year thing, and this is my goal. Um, and you could say, I mean, be honest, and this is where this is this is a, a vulnerable moment here for you, where you mm-hmm. could say, one of the things that I've heard from people that take my three month program is they still don't feel prepared. Yeah. So I'm going to take this as an opportunity and I would like to offer you, the option to up level into the one year program. If your goal is that you would like to be a paid speaker on stages, mm-hmm. then this is how I'm, how I'm proposing to tweak the current program that you signed up for. Yeah. This is what I want to add to it. And this is how I, and I'm going to add one-on-one coaching as well. So you're going to get one-on-one time with me plus the group. Yeah. Plus the membership, right? Mm. To get access to all of it for this price tag. Your off your options are you can just do the three months. Yeah. Or you can upgrade, up level. Yeah. Up level your transformation. Yeah. And come in at this new price. And you could even, if you wanted to, um, if you wanted to give them a beta discount or something like that and say, since you'd be the first ones, yeah, right. um, In exchange for a testimonial,
1: Mm. I'd be happy
0: to offer you a, you know, a little bit of a discount if that's something that feels in alignment to you, but not to undervalue yourself because you're worried that they can't pay it or they won't pay it. It's yeah. out of courtesy because you're, I'm changing it
1: yes. while you're,
0: while you've committed.
1: Yeah. Very true. Okay. Very true. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That sounds good. Okay. And then I would, you know, um, you know, people don't buy bullet points. They buy transformation. They, they, they don't care about all the bullet points. So yeah. How can you add more value to the, to the, the one-year program? So you could say, I'm going to have um, a speaker come in after, you know, three months, we're going to work on this. We're going to mm-hmm. talk about the fear of speaking. We're going to talk about, right. The six months part, we're going to get a little more advanced mm-hmm. and you're going to get in, we're going to start getting into, um, you know, perfecting your signature talk. Right. Um, yeah. And we're going to start now learning how to we're gonna create a sizzle reel. We're going to do one sheets. We're going to start learning. I'm going to have a speaker come in and talk to us about mm. what she looks for when booking paid speakers for their conferences. Even if you don't know how you're going to do any of that yet, that's okay. Yeah. You can learn as you go. Yeah, exactly. Right? Find you can, that. You can learn, learn as you go. You've got a whole year to find that person. Yes. Exactly. Right. (laughs) Yep. Okay. Mm. Yep. So I think you have, you have a really cool opportunity right now to increase your income and not be in a constant state of hustle. Yeah, definitely. Right. Mm. It's just about how you approach it. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, definitely. How does that feel?
1: Yeah, good. No, that's really good because transformation is my is my big thing that I talk about. It is about transformation. It's my brand promise is that working with me, you get transformation, not just right. overcoming. But it's trans- transformation. Right. Right. Mm.
0: Right. Definitely.
1: Yeah. The other thing awesome. you could
0: the other thing you could do. Okay. The other thing you could do is you can go back to the people that have already gone through the first three months. And I just say, Hey, I just want to let you know that after this, you know, this first three months of content is done, I'd love to invite you back in to join in at this, you know, uh, we're going to do some advanced, uh, work and I've done some program Program revamping, and I'd love to invite you in to come and experience that. And this is what that would look like. This is, you know, you're going to get one on one time with me. We're going to whatever.
1: Yeah. That's, yeah. That would be good to go back to those people.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's easier to sell the people who have already been through your program than it is to find brand new people. Definitely. Right.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. It is
0: okay Mm. yeah that sounds good good do you feel (laughs) like you have like you feel like you have clarity moving forward yeah definitely good yeah do you have any other questions no I think that's 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 all no
1: that's all did I overwhelm
0: you enough (laughs) Not at all, not that at all. That tends to happen. Uh, it's, yeah, sorry if it, if it did, but it
1: tends to happen, no. so. No, not at all. It gives more clarity because when you're in your business, you kind of forget as well. Like, you know, these are things that I would tell other people that I work with to do, but when you're in it, it's harder to see it for yourself. Right, I
0: know, I know, I totally get it. <laughs> it's hard to see it because you have blinders on. You can only see yeah. what you can see. And you can't see what other people see.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or you think, yeah. you know, you think, you know, what all your ego comes
0: in and like, you know. Oh, how this. that ego is a bitch. I'm telling <laughs> you, man. Oh, <laughs> 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 out, oh wonderful. I hope this was helpful for you. And I hope anyone else really. who's listening, it was helpful for them too. So yes. <laughs> thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Thanks so much, Elaine, for having me.